Who is Lao Tzu? Tradition has it that he was a legendary practical philosopher in the sixth century BC. He's said to have been an archivist at the Chinese court in the middle of the Shu dynasty. His job was to record the events of that extremely chaotic period. Hello and welcome, wherever you are in the world. Today we share the introductory presentation to our latest public talk. Every month, we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly webinars on Zoom. For more information about our events, follow the links in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions, and impulses in your research for new answers. It was a period of transition, just as we are now experiencing. In these periods, while everything is being broken up, people are seeking lasting values, peace, and harmony. Like other messengers of the light, such as Krishna, Hermes, Buddha, and Jesus, Lao Tzu is no longer found here, but his message remains. It is a message written down in about 5,000 Chinese characters, which is the Tao Te Ching, a book still treated with veneration in China and around the world today. The wisdom set down in the Tao Te Ching is every bit as relevant now as it was in Lao Tzu's time. It is alive and timeless because it originates from and is connected with the one source of life. What is peace? Is inner peace possible in this world? Surely everyone has experienced some form of inner peace. For example, when the day comes to an end and we slowly come to rest, when the demands and activities of everyday life are behind us, when we go on vacation and switch off completely, get out of the hustle and bustle for a while, or find other quiet moments of rest and relaxation. But this kind of inner peace is something different than what we want to talk about today. We are looking for a special stillness, a calm and balanced harmony of our entire being for a true inner balance. Those who strive for such an inner peace cannot produce it so easily. When we look closely inside ourselves, we might notice that there's unrest within us, even when there's calm on the outside. Thoughts run in circles and feelings don't let go of us either. We only succeed in establishing true inner peace and experiencing the power that grows from it 
if we go on a search for a deeply hidden inner being, experience something that arises from the stillness of Tao, of God, and that is stillness itself. That is why Lao Tzu says, to return to the source is called being at peace. To be at peace is called returning to true eternal life. This means entering a completely new dimension, a level that is usually veiled for us in our current state of consciousness. Here, Lao Tzu points to a dimension to which we do not have access with our three-dimensional egocentric consciousness. Lao Tzu explains this divine force, which he calls Tao, by saying, look at Tao and you do not see it. It is called colorless. Listen to Tao and you do not hear it. It is called soundless. Reach for Tao and you cannot touch it. It is immaterial. Words are lacking to define this threefold enigma. Could Tao be spoken, it would not be Tao. Tao is eternal and can therefore not be named, for it originates from and returns to not being. Tao cannot be grasped with our thoughts and anything we may imagine in this regard. The third dimension in which we live is very dense matter, and it is the lowest vibration that humanity has ever experienced. We are in duality, in polarity, right and wrong, good and bad, life and death. Some have a lot of power, others no power. This brings people into collective and individual conflict. 3D manifests the illusion of separateness. Our world is at the present time very chaotic. Worry, anxiety, and fear are dominant in the collective. And with our 3D consciousness, we are connected to this collective field. And anything in us that resonates with this field is amplified. that apply to the divine nature. Lao Tzu says 
There was something formless and perfect before the universe was born. It is serene, empty, solitary, unchanging, infinite, eternally present. It is the mother of the universe. For lack of a better name, I call it the Tao. It flows through all things, inside and outside, and returns to the origin of all things. This dimension was and is eternally present in everything. So real healing, which means becoming whole again for ourselves and humanity and transcending this 3D matrix can only happen if we fundamentally change, if our vibrational key changes. Only when we return to the source, to Tao, will the soul be at peace, and only then will we rise above the interplay of changes. The knowledge of the two nature orders, the one with its polar opposites, with which we are very familiar, and the other, the divine nature, is a key to understanding ourselves and the world at large. Throughout all times, Gnostic philosophy has always spoken about these two natures. Ever since the beginning, there have been and there are now two astral fields and two states of consciousness. The higher dimension, the divine nature, is not far away from us. It is interpenetrating our world that we all know and fills the whole universe. It is in us and around us. We human beings are multidimensional beings. On the one hand, we are born of this nature the three-dimensional world, but we also carry a divine principle in our heart, our true self, which is one with Tao. It exists in the eternal present, beyond the polarities and limitations of this world of time and space. It is like a blueprint of the true spiritual human being. It is spoken of in many different traditions. In the school of the Golden Rose Cross, we speak of the spirit spark. Lao Tse also points in a beautiful deep way to this divine dimension in us in the following words. The spirit of the valley never dies. She's called the mystic mother. The door of the mystic mother is the source of reality. This manifestation continues eternally and seems to exist without cessation. Enter this stream of life and you will not need to move. 
the founders of the School of the Golden Rose Cross, Jan van Weikenborg and Caterosa de Petri explain in the book, The Chinese Gnosis, a commentary on part one of the Tao Te Ching. The spirit of the valley is the symbol of the heart sanctuary, the center of the microcosm. She is the mystic mother, the rosebud, the primordial atom. All true healing arises from the work of the seed of true life. So it is clear why the Tao Te Ching speaks of the mystic mother. Just as the mother gives birth to the child, so the seed of life will bring forth the new human being. Thus, the door of the mystic mother is the origin of reality. The new thinking, the new life, the new life energy, and the new will must therefore be born in the heart. That is why the whole consciousness of ordinary nature must be surrendered to the God revealed in us, the mystic mother. Lao Tzu teaches living in alignment with Tao by overcoming the separateness of the egocentric consciousness and being united with and led by the very core of our being, the true self. Especially in our Western culture, we are conditioned to do and to achieve things. And if we look at ourselves, we see that the need for control prevails in many areas of life and also in our spiritual life. And we ask ourselves, what can I do to make the spirit active in me? What can I do to really have the spirit as a driving force in my life? We try to be more loving, less egocentric, etc. Some of us may be so tortured and agitated by our own life situation, by our own emotions and thoughts, that we try all kinds of self-help techniques to find inner peace and rest. But because these efforts don't lead to a fundamental change, the results are only short-lived. Lao Tzu compares these efforts with standing on tiptoes. We strain to the utmost, but eventually come back down on our heels, the hard rock of reality, our state of being. And so long we attempt to grasp the eternal with our time-spacious consciousness, the eternal will escape through our fingers. Yet the eternal, the spirit spark, is a basis to transform consciousness and then to transform life. First, we gain self-awareness on the basis of our spirit spark, which lies outside of our dualistic egocentric consciousness. In this space, we can observe our own inner world, which leads to self-knowledge. We can truly observe our thought patterns, feelings, and actions in our unconscious conditioned state of being, and thus stop living as an autopilot 
and step-by-step step gain true autonomy, which is born of a new consciousness. Lao Tzu says, knowing others is wisdom, knowing yourself is enlightenment. So the true transformation does not begin with peace and tranquility, does not begin with silence. It begins in a different way. It begins with paying attention to the noise of your thoughts, emotions, and reactions. With this awareness, we might be tempted to change, especially what we perceive as negative in us, maybe even fight against it, resist it, or even suppress it. So when you find yourself struggling or trying too hard in any given situation, that is actually your ego fighting against itself. Here we need to remember that the ego cannot overcome the ego, as in the tall tale of Baron Munchausen, who wanted to pull himself out of the mud by pulling at his own hair. We want to make that change, that transformation happen, but this is not how it works. The method to connect with the power of Tao and let it transform us, Lao Tzu called Wu Wei. Wu Wei literally translates into non-action or not doing. This is not that you become passive or even lazy or that you become indifferent to other human beings, but it is to understand that the only power that truly can transform us is the power of the spirit. With the light of our new awareness, we can see objectively without judging or suppressing our fears, worries, desires, illusions, anger, joy, pride, and everything that is inside us and try to do nothing. We let them go. We know this and let go and surrender ourselves to our inner spiritual source, to Tao. It is as if the soul pushes us to experiences that help us gain insight and inner self-knowledge. If we live with awareness, life's ups and downs are opportunities for inner transformation and transcending our conditioned state. More and more, there is a sense of space, some distance towards the thoughts and emotions that circulate in our system. Opinions, status in society, possessions are not the source of our identity anymore. If we stand in Wu Wei, we are in the flow with all life and we do not need to force or control. Wu Wei creates the basis for the unfolding of the new conscious powers potentially present in the rose of the heart. In this way, the forces of the divine can circulate in our system and transform our three consciousness centers. Our thinking, feeling, and actions become integrated and spiritualized and are no longer based on egocentricity. Lao Tse says, the greatest gift you have to give is that of your own self-transformation then the human being is not only one who knows, but one who has found peace and harmony 
and this inner balance can flow into everything we are and do. In conclusion, we read another passage from the Chinese Gnosis by Jan van Reckenborg and Katarose de Petri. In this way, we abide in perfect tranquility while the doors go on opening and closing. True rest only comes when the new soul begins to take control in our lives. Then we enter a state of life which is not typified by strife, but by tranquility. And that tranquility does not come only after perfection has been reached. It comes as soon as the first definitive link has been made with the inner kingdom after the first self-surrender. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.